Today we celebrate the Transfiguration, uh, obviously, and we can ask what is the Transfiguration about? I think it's definitely a revelation of God the Father revealing Jesus the Son in a fuller way to these three apostles. Um, it's obviously a memorable experience. It's one of the only two times that the Father, God the Father, speaks uh, clearly in the scriptures. The other is at the baptism where he says very sim similar words. Um, you are my beloved son. And now he says, you are my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Um, listen to him. So there's this idea we're, we're invited to listen to the son. So this makes an impression on Peter in the second reading today. We hear about him recalling this event many years later. And he's still enthralled by it, still moved by it. And he, he talks about this experience of seeing Jesus in his glory and uh, also hearing the voice of the Father. must have been a pretty profound event to be a part of. So really it's a, it's a revelation of who Jesus is. Um, it's sort of like this moment of recognition. They've, they've known Jesus as special, but now they recognize his divinity very clearly coming forth in this moment. And so it's something that gives them certainty that in days ahead, you know, during the time of uh, the resurrection time, when they're trying to re recall this, when they're later in life, when they're probably teaching and proclaiming who Jesus is, they have this moment to look back on and say, Jesus was the Son of the Father. We heard the Father acknowledge him as, as the Son. So that's uh, a simple answer maybe to the question of what is today about. I wanted to reflect a little bit on what does it mean to listen to the Son? The, the Father tells us to listen to his Son Jesus. St. Jerome, uh, one of the early biblical scholars, said this about Scripture and Christ, that Ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. You've probably heard that saying before. It's this idea that if we don't study the Word of God, the written Word, we are going to be having a hard time really understanding who Jesus was, because that's one of our most important elements. It's not the only way we come to know Jesus, but it's a very important way. So do we study the Word of God? Is that something we, as Catholics, spend time uh, kind of with the Scriptures, reading the Scriptures, listening to the Scriptures, um, it's an important part of being a Christian is coming to know Jesus through his word. There's a way that it uh, can become a little static though, isn't it? So, uh, I would compare it to, this works for me, I don't know if it works for you. Um, in football, I know they study film. So one of the ways you prepare for the next game is you study the, the team that you're going to play. And you're going to study how they, what their plays are, you know, how they move on their defense, and you try to figure out the patterns so that you can kind of say, okay, I know it's coming because they always do this thing and it's the kind of the, the tell, you might say, of what the play is going to be. So there's a way in which studying scripture can help us in that way where we kind of become familiar with the plays of Jesus. We become familiar with the ways of God. And that's sort of the static part of it. It stays the same. It's, it's not dynamic. But then it becomes dynamic, moving, changing, uh, flexible, when we begin to kind of put that into practice in our day-to-day -day lives, how we, how we live, how do we speak to our Lord, at, even at the Mass, that we come not to just participate in the static thing that's the same every time, but to really re encounter the Lord and allow the Lord to speak to us, allow the Lord's voice to speak to us, as, as we heard the scriptures today, that that is the Lord speaking to us. When we pray, when we uh, receive the Eucharist, it's a way for the Lord to speak to us. So that dynamic part of our lives as Christians is 
kind of entering into the pattern of God and then allowing that, in, within that there's a freedom then to play the game, you might say, or be a part of the game, to allow that, that experience of the Mass, experience of prayer, experience of day-to-day -day life, to allow God to come forth in those parts of our lives. So, to do that, the, we have to learn the patterns again, we have to recognize the, the, the Lord, and there's a, this kind of posture of receptivity. How do I receive, right? To, to listen to Jesus, to listen to the Son, I need to have this ability to listen to Him, to be open to His Word, uh, in, in taking life in my in my day-to-day -day lives. So that's an important thing for us to try to allow the static to become dynamic, to be, allow the the study of the the way of Christianity to become a lived reality. Um, it's not enough just to know or to even hear. But then we have to live that in our day-to-day -day lives. So how do we listen? I think we have to think about that and say, how do I remain open to Jesus speaking to me? Well, I have to be close to him, right? So I've got to take time in my day-to-day -day life to listen to his voice, taking time away from my busy schedule to pray. Right? That's an important thing, of course. And we're hopefully reminded of that often, but the importance of trying to find some time in our day when we can dedicate that time to the Lord and just say, Lord, I'm, I'm here, I'm listening to you. What do you have to say to me today? And sometimes it's helpful to prompt that with some reading of scripture, of course. And then taking the Lord with us throughout the day. Where do we go? Are we taking him with us when we go to the grocery store, when we go to work, when we go to different things? Is it a part of my life that Jesus is with me all the time? Or I sort of put them in my pocket and save them for later at, my, at, at key moments and pull them out when it's opportune? Or do I have this awareness he's with me all the time? So it's an invitation, I think, today as we celebrate this feast of God revealing his son that we ask the Lord to reveal him to us as individuals. We allow the Lord to speak into our lives, to open our hearts, to hear his voice, to allow him to enter into those specific moments of our day-to-day -day lives, and then to allow that to take this dynamic element where we're becoming fully aware of where's the Lord speaking? How is the Lord speaking? How do I remain with Him? So on this Feast of Transfiguration, let's ask the Lord to open our hearts to be able to see this revealed uh, Son, the second person of the Trinity, that we can see His presence in our day-to-day -day lives. We ask for the op open eyes, open hearts to receive the Lord in a deeper way.